I'm Tara. And I'm Austin. And we're a married couple. And we're embarking on another season of watching Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas lineup 2020 edition. You can't see me, but I'm dancing. This is, I'm <laughs> this is what you did. This is what you did our last time too. <laughs> I'm excited. We are so excited to put in some predictions for this upcoming movie tonight. Austin is very excited about this one because this one is one royal Christmas, and it brings in some of my favorite things, which is royal families uh-huh. and ends. I'm so excited. Well, because we, we love the 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 Christmas Prince or whatever that one is that's on Netflix. Is that what it's called? I don't know. And then it, the Princess Switch, the one with Vanessa Ann Hudgens. Right. I do like the Princess Switch. So, I just love royal family, like any kind, whether it's a drama, a rom com, whatever the case might be. And then I love all Christmas movies that take place at inns. So it's a twofer for us in terms of um, excitement right. tonight. So and this I think was one of Austin's most anticipated for the whole. This was in lineup. my top. This was my top. Like there's only a couple other ones, and so I'm excited to see what it does for us. So that being said, my first prediction for this movie, um, because you know there's going to be the prince. We've already seen a little bit of it, so we know that the prince comes and stays at the inn, and it's her family's inn, um, and it's like an act. Like they kind of get stuck there or whatever. We know that. And so I imagine we know the prince also has his mother, who we assume is the queen, there with him because they're the royal family. But he has to have a butler, right? There's always a butler. There's like always his a butler. Right hand or like man. a footman. Right. And then she's going to have her staff at the end. So my prediction is not only are we going to have the love story between the prince and the, the main character, but... Um, that the butler's going to fall in love with one of the people that works at the inn. Ooh. Because you got to have two, you got to have a secondary romance. Okay, well, I think the secondary romance will be that the butler and the queen have always had feelings for each Ooh. other. And so they'll finally have permission somehow to fall in love. Oh, yeah. yeah. Old people falling in love. Love old people <laughs> falling in love. Um, well, my next prediction is at the end, I, I was trying to figure out who's going to move to where the other person is, right? And so my gut was telling me that you know, of course, she wants to go be a princess in the castle, but I actually think that he's going to come live with her because I think he has a brother that's actually going to be the the king. And so he's going to kind of say, OK, he's gonna I'm not going to be the king of my country. I'm going to come stay because she can't give up her in right. like she's worked so hard for that. You can't give up your business. So he's going to come live there with her. I think it's going to be the other way around. I think that she is going to go to him but i think he's gonna leave because enough time's gonna have to pass for them to like move countries right Mm -hmm. so he's gonna have to leave and go back and come back and get her and so i think that she's gonna end up in his country with him probably being the princess or queen of course you can still be a princess in america no if the the real royal family has taught us anything it is that you kind of have to abdicate your duties if you're not gonna live in the country england we don't know what galwick does (laughs) Because it doesn't exist, so they can make up any rules they want. Uh, I have a feeling they're going to honor some of those tried and true, which is you must live in the country that you rule. No. And so I think he will come back for her at the end, but he will leave for a little while. Well, I think the inn will have been in her family for at least one or two generations before she has it. So it was her parents Mm, in before she had it, and it was her grandparents in before they had it. Because she's going to have that emotional tie to the family traditions of her own situation. Yeah, I think, uh, speaking of traditions, we've got a royal family and an American commoner. Um, obviously, there's going to be some sort of etiquette lesson that goes on between here. She's going to have to learn how to engage with the royals, and they're going to have to learn what it's like with all the American like Christmas traditions. And so they're each going to show each other 
the, like how to interact with each other. Um, I do want to give a little shout out. We did ask for some folks to send us some predictions. And my mom also said that she believes that the female lead will uh, befriend the butler and the butler will teach her how oh. to do, uh, like how to engage with all the royals. Ah, well, I said I had two more predictions. I said that the final kiss or the fir- the kiss, the only kiss, will be before the final shot. So in some of the movies we've seen recently, the kiss is like roll credits right after they kiss. I think this one there'll be some other stuff that happens after that. Um, and then I also think that there will be sort of a bit that no one has ever ho- heard of Galwick, uh, which is kind of a nod to the fact that it is a fictional country. <laughs> so it'll be like, what? Where's that? One other one that I want to give a shout out to, which was also my mom, was that there will be a gazebo in this one. Of course. Uh, she listened to our she, she listened to our, our first podcast and was a little upset with <laughs> how I might have been a little hard on her previous predictions and summaries. And I just want to take a moment and say, Mom, I'm sorry. Mama Gold, we love you. Uh, we did have a few other folks who gave us some predictions or what they were hoping to see uh, with tonight's movie. And so uh, our friend Summer is always always loves a good like made up European country to see what <laughs> customs are going to do though she does say nothing compares to Genovia yeah. and I'm going to have to agree with her on that best fake foreign country uh, princess movie there is to date um and then my my cousin also gave gave a couple predictions but one I don't think we would ever see on the Hallmark channel cuz it was hot santa sex (laughs) (laughs) so clearly that's more of a showtime kind of uh... yeah different channel different situation well i guess it's time to get the popcorn uh i'm gonna have my first cup of hot cocoa of the season on halloween night i'm gonna have some veggie chip (laughs) very exciting we're gonna cozy up because we don't have trick-or-treaters this year so no hocus pocus we already watched hocus pocus today um, and it is time to fully transition to. I- I'm ready to. I'm ready Christmas. to move out of Halloween into Christmas. Here we go. Two hours later. All right, and we are back. We are back, and um, um we're amazing. wearing the faces of pure delight. <laughs> um, we are Hallmark we are, snark. We snark with the best of them, but. But my goodness, this was a delight. It cleared the very low bar that I have. <laughs> I mean, it would even clear a medium bar. Uh, it, it, yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know where my other bars are. But yes, it, I think it could clear the medium bar. I think that Hallmark had a tall task here of competing with some other Christmas Royal movies. And there was high expectations. I think the... What was so amazing is they were able to get basically a full cast of Broadway stars. And that... Thank you, coronavirus. Well, not <laughs> thank really. You thank Broadway you, Broadway shutdowns. Oh, yeah. Not thank you. Of course, coronavirus is horrible. But, <laughs> um, you know, a side effect of a terrible thing with Broadway being shut down is that it did move some actors into I'm different glad, spaces I'm where they, they might not normally right. perform. <laughs> <laughs> so we got we got to reap the benefits of that um, because so. the acting in this was just is what really made this movie work. Yes. Um, and so you want me to go ahead and give the summary? I think we should absolutely give a summary so then we can move into predictions and then like snarkable so that, cute moments. Yeah. So that these fine people can know kind of what we're talking about when we 
give the details of this. Okay, so our story begins in Boston. Anna Jordan is our main character, our leading lady. She is a nurse in a cardiac unit at a hospital. And James is a prince, and he's giving a speech at the hospital as well because um, his father was a patient there years prior. So they both are leaving around the same time, and they both stop at the same donut shop. Um, the, the queen who is with the prince needs some tea and Anna needs some coffee to fuel her drive home for the holidays. Uh, the queen and the prince are trying to get back home also as well, but they're trying to get to the airport. Well, lo and behold, the weather is not going to work out in anyone's favor. So um, their driver, the prince and queen's driver, paces out and they don't know what to do because they need to get to this inn. Anna has offered them the opportunity to stay at their inn for the night because all the hotels are closed. Um, she ends up driving them to the inn as well so that they can stay there for the night and head back out on an airplane in the morning. Um, as they arrive at the inn, the secret is dropped. Um, they did not know this before, but that the king and the prince are royalty from the country of Galwick. And that, you know, kind of at first throws Anna and her father who owns the inn for a loop a little bit, but they kind of get everybody settled and the snow happens. The snow dumps on the town, it piles up, and they are not able to get back to the airport the next day. So as the snow continues to fall and the roads continue to be impassable, also Anna and her family are preparing for the um, Kentsbury Christmas Festival, which includes um, carols and parades and a gingerbread house making contest, a tree lighting, and then it concludes with a pajama ball in the evening. And they're going to end up hosting all of this at the end this year. And so the prince and the queen are originally not planning to stay for this, but as everything continues to happen, they end up participating in all of the local traditions and enjoying their time in Quaint, Connecticut with Anna and her family. Um, the prince is a little bit worried about missing his speech that he has to give for the the, the country of Galwick. And so he's nervous about that because he needs to get home for that. And Anna is worrying about honoring her mother's traditions with the pajama ball. And they're also starting to get to know each other, starting to fall in love. Um, he ends up going back, gives the speech, everything works out in time. But as he's gone and Anna has let him go because she knows he's got to go back to his country, they realize that they have feelings for each other. She has feelings for him. And he realizes that she taught him some things about what life really means that may, will make him also be a better leader for his country, for his love of his people. So he comes back to tell her that he loves her. He shows up just in time for the pajama ball, which is now just a regular ball. And they dance um, a beautiful choreographed dance on the dance floor. And he kisses her. They realize that she was the nurse who cared for his father in the cardiac unit um, many, many years ago. He didn't die, but he, he was there for quite a while. Um, and they realize that they want to be together. So they end up spending Christmas Eve together, cozy in their pajamas by the fire, and they live happily ever after. The end. Well done. Yet another excellent summary that I think really showcases this right. movie. And I do think I, I did say that the father didn't die. He didn't die when he was in the hospital with Anna, but he does die like the next year. Right. So he's no longer with us. <laughs> right. With them. So predictions. So some good, some bad. So, um, you know who was right on the money? Your mom. There, there was a gazebo. There was a hundred percent a gazebo. So she is a hundred percent on her predictions. Um, 
good job, mom, for the gazebo guess. Or what, did she have another one she had the other one about? She had the other one about like uh, the main female lead befriending the butler and lear- learning the royal uh, customs, yeah. which kind of connected with what I thought, which was she was going to get an etiquette lesson. That, that did not happen. happen. This was very much focused on them learning some of the American traditions that they may not that may not be the similar to what they do. We're saving those Gawick traditions for um, uh, a, the one royal Christmas, a royal wedding bells are ringing <laughs> in 2021 because that movie's coming. Exactly. Um, I said that the butler would fall in love with a staff member and it wasn't a staff member at the inn and it wasn't a butler. It was the security right, guard security detail who was man. younger. He's the prince's age. His name is Christopher. And he did fall in love with um, the mayor, the mayor, Sarah, who is Anna's best friend. That's like I would give like a half point to that. I think the heart of what I was getting at with that, which is one of his people falls in love with one of her people. Yeah, we should have gone vague. Uh, I should have not guessed at all that the butler and the queen would reunite because (laughs) I mean, that would have been a very different kind of movie (laughs) with the age age gap gap relationship (laughs) there. Um, I said he would come to live with her at the end. Um, we actually don't know where they go, though. I would assume she's going to live with him. Yeah, based she on... doesn't own this inn. Her father does. She has right. no ties. He he does. So he does leave and come back for her. So I got that part of my prediction right. But we don't know if she's going to Galwick. But the whole thing is gearing up to her being a princess. So I think we are seeing that they're setting this up so that she will be going to Galwick to reign. With her fiancé, husband, Prince James. I said that the hotel or the inn had, would have been in her family for generations. We don't get any information about that. It is her father's inn, and the mother ran it with him, but we don't know where it went before that. Right. And I also said that the kiss would happen before the final shot. Which, which was it true. Did. There were several scenes after the, we the final We got two kiss. kisses. Mm-hmm. We got two kisses. Um, and alas, there was no hot Santa sex. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. Though I'm pretty sure that Sarah, the mayor friend, and the, um, and Chris, the security guy, they were totally doing it. Um, I want, yeah. They, <laughs> they were, were sneaking off. And at one point they were like, where is he? He just shows up out of nowhere sometimes and he pops up from behind a, a snowbank. Snow and I'm like, mm, and then is Sarah, back Sarah there appears too? very shortly thereafter and <laughs> so we're like, where was oh. she? Um, and then my final prediction was that no one has ever heard of Galwick before, which is true, except for Sarah, because she immediately is like, that's the Prince of Galwick. And she's I like, I follow him. them all on the socials. But then and then and someone like, else in the, the town um, recognized them, too. I think it, it was um, Diane who mm-hmm. works as the like caterer slash cook for the inn. Right. But for the most part, nobody knew right. who these people were. So that's kind of what allowed them to just chill in casual clothing and make gingerbread houses with no no paparazzi exactly all right is that all of our predictions that was all of the predictions so. uh, not a high rate this time better than last though we <laughs> got more halvesies some of them got at the heart of things i think yeah but, you know um so let's move into uh snarkable moments snarkable moments um well my first snarkable moment is this cartoon opening <laughs> yes they, it they, opens up with like a storybook it's like animation. A i dream of genie style animation of like her doing something and then like there's like a little airplane and it's got the prince's head and the queen's head and each of the little windows it reminded me of the nanny the yes like that opening in the nanny like i was just like is this the, it, it just that what plane is the tone? well that's what immediately told me this would be a comedy which I appreciated. Um, we love like a good rom com mm-hmm. around like, that. Yeah, it 
the humor in this was spot on was so good at least again i struggle sometimes is my bar just so low because there's so little humor in some of these movies that it's like when there's any humor i'm like it's a roll on the floor comedy versus like if i saw it in a theater would i have felt the same way about it you know what i this, would i go to the theater for this movie no okay <laughs> would i say for years to come you remember one royal holiday like it's one of the best made for tv christmas movies yes okay so i think within the context of the fact that this is a made for tv christmas movie this was pretty darn good okay other snarkable moments um, um i would so there were lots there were lots of lovely moments um i think some of my snarkable moments are going to be cute moments that existed mm-hmm. And one of them is uh, he gets to they get to the inn and we're you know we're seeing the inn, um, and that evening he requests a pillow menu, <laughs> which is and the, and everyone is confused just as I was and they're like what is a pillow menu? And he's like you know so if I, I want like down or phone, a slide a side or, sleeper yeah. and I I just looked over at Tara and I was like when we go to hotels have do we just not know this existed? Well, because he's clearly, he must have stayed in an American hotel the night before. Right. So I have never, maybe I'm just not staying in royalty caliber hotels. Maybe that's something you get when you stay in the royal suite. But I mean, I've not, I'm not just always staying at the roadside inn or whatever. I'm going to ask the Marriott the next time we go or like the Hampton The Hilton, Hilton, (laughs) you know, something that's... um, what pillow menu worthy yeah I, i'm just hotels? i'm gonna ask whether they have it or not because i want to sound that bougie I mean, we stayed at a resort last weekend and that would have been the place to ask for that kind of thing i want to call back now and say hey can i have the pillow menu well, we haven't done our survey yet from our stay so we could write down we were, were never offered the, the pillow, pillow menu, menu. <laughs> three stars <laughs> well and then another star off because the vending machine was broken but that's a story for another day that's a story for another day um but as we were looking at this end you know by the end end by the (laughs) end of this movie i was okay with the end but initially i was kind of underwhelmed with the background setting of it yeah this was not a bougie inn right and and because we were led to believe that everyone in boston seemed to know about this inn in they said it was historic so maybe that's how it kind of gets away with the peeling wallpaper maybe i mean and i know they shot this in an actual inn in connecticut for this movie but it was just like a couple of scenes where i was like this just feels like a big house that we're in and i know inns are kind of like a bed and breakfast and you do you take a big house and you turn it into a place that you sell each room for but there was just something about it that felt a little underwhelming based on all of the build up from all of the sub characters that we meet in the first 10 minutes being like, oh, the Kensbury Inn. Oh, the Kensbury Inn. Oh, I know that place. <laughs> um, we also early in this movie are introduced to a character that we see quite a bit in the early scenes, um, and that is a giant barrel of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so he's yes. carrying she gets all this. She's a nurse. And she works in a cardiac unit. She gets apparently a big Christmas gift that she gets are all these little tins of cookies and popcorns. And she gets a big one from a a patient or the wife of a patient. Right. And so she's carrying it home for the holidays. And the prince has to sit in the front seat of a car. Which he's never done. He's never done. And he's carrying this bin of popcorn. And when they go over the potholes, it like flies out at him. And she's (laughs) like, come on. 
get it together. And then he's still carrying it around for some reason. I don't know if he's decided he likes the popcorn and right. he's secretly Did it like secretly it? fly into his face and he's like, mm. <laughs> oh, caramel corn. Ooh, cheddar. Yeah. Ooh, regular. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the flavors that are always they, in those like things? extra butter? It's one of those ones with the three compartments. Maybe they don't have kettle corn popcorn in Galwick. He's missing out, apparently. I also, um, with food in this, when they their meet cute moment, right? Mm-hmm. When they're at the the donut place and she's buying a Christmas cruller, a buy one get one free, buy Christmas one get one free, cruller. and he doesn't want it because he doesn't take food from strangers. Yada yada. I was stuck on the fact that that looks nothing like a cruller. A cruller is supposed to be like twisted mm-hmm. dough, and like this it was just like, like an a, eclair. Yeah, it looked like an eclair or just like a like a like a donut that was just rectangular. Mm-hmm. And I, but I was just like, don't call it a cruller, just because you like the alliteration, or call it a cruller, but give me a cruller. Right. It's not that hard. It's you can make a prop cruller. It's not hard. Just twist the dough around. Well, and then you know, we had already seen that scene in the preview stuff. So we kind of knew like it was going to be our meet cue and she's going to be all like, you need to try the cruller. And he's like, I'm a stuffy prince. I don't like to have the sweet things that are offered to me by strangers. That is an amazing impression. It's exactly what he sounds like. Um, you got to go more British, though. <laughs> I don't think I want the cruller. <laughs> Austin makes fun of my stupid British accent. <laughs> that was the best one yet, though. Oh, my. I can't eat the cruller. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I know this is not a paid podcast, but you're getting uh, premium quality content right here. Um, so, yeah, they, they have the meat cute. Um, and they're also um, explaining in this scene kind of how we're, we're doing all the exposition. We're setting up why we end up with a prince and a queen at a Connecticut inn. And they mentioned that their whole security detail minus their one guy has already gotten on the plane and they got there in time. And right. the queen's like, it's fine. We're okay. So it explains why they don't have that whole entourage with right. them. And so, you know, it's like, but the queen's cool. She's chill. She's actually my favorite character queen in was this whole thing. <laughs> awesome. Like I, I knew I liked her instantly because she was like, yeah, let's get in this car with this stranger. And then, like, when she meets the mayor, she's like, um, yeah, more women need to be in charge. The world would be a better place. I was like, she's delightful. And she's an overpacker, which explains why she has so many more clothes than she needs there and were, casual clothing. There were answers to questions I always have in these movies. Like, and I think that's through good writing. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, the screenwriter of this clearly thought about why would the queen have all of these outfits for all of these occasions? Right. Because she's an overpacker. Right. And so is Christopher. He mentions he's an overpacker too. Yes, and that's why uh, the prince is able to have outfits that would not because have... he borrows them from Christopher. Because <laughs> most of his outfits are three-piece suits. Right. So we we get introduced to them, and um, we see kind of their personalities a little bit. So they did a good job in that sort of cheesy scene of introducing a lot of things that set, setting up the exposition for right. the story. So I appreciated that. Jumping ahead a little bit, but just talking about like things that are explained, I will say, so normally when we watch one of these movies, it's like, why are they just putting up decorations or just decorating the tree? And in this one, the Christmas tree for like the dad and um, Anna's, like where they do that, they typically don't decorate the tree until Anna comes home from work and like is at the house. And I was like, so that's a reasonable way. Like they gave a good reason as to why they delayed decorating until a week out from Christmas because they wanted to have an honored family tradition. 
Whereas, like, if everybody's at home, why haven't you decorated on November 1st like we're going to do? Right. That's the normal and right thing to do. <laughs> or at least sometime before. I think we learned that this movie is starting around the 19th The 19th of, of, yeah. So hopefully most of us, especially those of us that are really into Christmas or that are running businesses devoted to Christmas or hosting Christmas festivals at our inn, are decorating before December 19th. Right. And there's a lot of decoration already there, though nothing terribly tacky no it, i don't think I nothing any, jumped out too much for me except for the end just looked like it didn't have the wow factor again. someone's just, house yeah it just didn't have a wow factor like it, it was interesting um it probably reads better in person than on screen possibly <laughs> so um and then early in this movie too when they're kind of talking about how the inn is um hosting all of the christmas festival stuff and how it's it becomes the heart of the christmas festival we meet sarah who's the mayor and the friend and then she meets christopher and the second they, they meet, meet it is like heart eyes oh sparks, like, like heart yeah. coming out just of like the sparks i mean it is a magical you're just like it is a love at first sight. yeah it was just like they she sees them and she's just like oh and he then like sees her and he's like oh <laughs> and i was like this is the moment they started doing it right away there's just no there, question in my mind they, knew. That they, they went knew right they were upstairs. gonna be together forever so, so. I also want to say there's some really great quotes in this movie. Yes, very quotable movie. Very quotable. And one of my quotes that I enjoyed uh, was when the royals get there mm-hmm. and reveal that they are royal. Dun, 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 dun. And Anna flips out because she was like, what do we do? They're royals. And she like steals her dad inside, leaves the royal family waiting outside in the cold while they have to like process what's going on. And she, she was like, how do, how do you do this? Like, what happens when, like, the royal family shows up? And then the dad, like, chill as everything. It's just like, you give them extra towels? Mm-hmm. And she's like, as your mom always said, we treat everyone like royalty here. <laughs> and I just was like, ooh, flashback to, like, customer service trainings. Well, and, and there's the moment when she's coming up with them and someone says, what are they doing here? And she's like, I picked them up with the, the Donny Donuts. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> duh. Like, that's just how I have these royalty in my car (laughs) i thought that was funny so there were a lot of little moments on that um also there's a moment when the prince um they they did do some good conversation around clothing and why they didn't have appropriate clothing and they were like you're gonna go walking around in those shoes because he's wearing his regular shoes He's like look they're waterproof and so they go and they go to the parade and then when they come back he steps in a puddle and it gets wet, so they have to take the carriage back together. It's a very romantic carriage. moment. Um, but when they when they're riding in the carriage past Sarah and Christopher, who are walking home, they're like, "Oh, they're getting the carriage ride back yeah, home. You Can't even be bothered to walk." And he's like, "What? I had a footwear malfunction." <laughs> like, it was so. I love that they decided that they had to pass. Like they could have just left that out, and we could have just had this moment between. Like the prince and, you know, his princess of the future. But no, we had to go past Sarah and Chris. And that was just like, this is the comedy that was so enjoyable in here. Right. And they they were like poking fun at each other a little bit. And of course, poking fun at the prince for being like thinking that those shoes were going to do him well in the snow. And he's poking fun at himself a little bit. So that sort of um, just the characters not taking themselves too seriously is I think what made this stand out for me. I think it's exactly what is like they were able to kind of make fun of themselves and what was going on. Like uh, one evening uh, James comes down to the kitchen and he's got his 
robe his pajamas his like royal robe over his royal pajamas and obviously runs into Anna and she was like I'm enjoying this Von Trapp thing you've got going on he's like you don't think I get that reference but I do and I'm honored <laughs> it was just like he this- leans into it that's yeah. who he is it's fine and he does learn to let go a little bit as the movie goes on yes. but you also get the sense that that's also just who he is and she's gonna have to love him for that Right. But in all of this also, they're they're poking fun at themselves and there's humor, but there's also some really good moments. Like there's some real moments when I can see um, why they fall in love with each other, because they both share having a parent who died. And mm-hmm. I think Anna's mom also died from a cardiac event, though I'm not sure. I think I might have missed that. I, don't, I, don't, I might have just been implied or I might have just filled that gap in myself. But his father definitely like had a heart attack, was helped, and then eventually you know, had another one or or didn't pull through in the end over, you know, the following year after the initial heart attack. Um, and so, you know, he's dealing with mourning his father and she knows exactly what that feels like. So, you know, they have a, a conversation and she sees that pain in him and she's like, you know, it does get easier, you know, and so she she understands him and he gets that. Right. So I like there was that a deeper connection, connection that they had. Yeah. Um but she also just ribs him, and it's amazing. Oh, yeah. She doesn't let like, him. Again, with that, like, he's got on all of those evening wear clothes for his pajamas. And he was like, I was going for the competition of best dressed. And she was like, you would win most dressed. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, yes, because you have so many layers on for pajamas. Right. And then he, he messes up because he knows he's being grumpy. It's like he he knows when he's kind of a cranky, like, cranky prince because he's got the weight of galwick on his shoulders and he comes down to apologize to her and she was like did your mother make you do this and he was like i'm a grown man the crown prince of galwick i don't need my mother telling me how to be polite (laughs) well that's what he specializes in is there was something about how they talk to each other where like she would zing and he would like she would zing it back you know Mm -hmm. like it it was they could give as good as they get but it was lighthearted with the intention of letting you be like a real person around each other right and she even says that in the carriage ride she's like your people need to see this side of you you know the, the side of you where um he's being himself and he's opening up and he's talking about the things that are really important to him rather than focusing on the politeness and the decorum and and doing everything right absolutely and so he learns that from her because she's a loose cannon <laughs> she is a little bit but like a, a delightful way it's it's never so sarcastic or mean um w- one thing i also found interesting was so there was this gingerbread competition right and she thinks he's gonna be terrible at it and she like buys him a consolation prize and like she turns around and he's built this like massive gingerbread <laughs> castle and she was like oh you're good at this and he's, he's like i went to architecture school and i my question was one does an architect automatically mean that you would be good at building a gingerbread house? Yeah. And two, when I was looking at the gingerbread that they were like messing around with to begin with, <laughs> it was most definitely graham crackers. But I think in architecture school, they make all those little models with the um, like the balsa wood and stuff. So I can see how that would translate to the... And I'm just saying this as a person who bought supplies for an architecture class <laughs> <laughs> at a summer camp year after year. Fair enough. And okay. they always had uh, those silly little. I retract the snark. Balsa but I stand by, by the fact that those were graham crackers and not gingerbread cra- like Oh, okay. Cookies. Yeah, they were. They were graham crackers. They, I guess they're just supposed to look enough like right. gingerbread. 
Um, other things uh, in this movie, as in all Hallmark movies, this is a pet peeve that I'm developing this year. Cold weather, snow, open jackets. Like nobody's no gloves. zipping their jackets up. Very few gloves. or no yeah, Even if they have gloves, the jackets are like half zipped. I know it's more aesthetic, but it's like, it's cold out. You just had like a freaking It was blizzard. like six feet of snow. Like these snow bank, like snow drifts were like six feet tall. And they're just walking they're around. They're wearing pea coats that are half open. That's what you, that you would get laughed at in New England. Right. I think. Because it is, I don't know. I mean, maybe it warms up a little bit after it snows. Sometimes it does that, but very strange. Um, and then one of the snow events or one of the events that makes them, so at, at, let's dial back a little bit. As the prince and the queen are continuing to be stuck at first, they're scrambling to get home. But eventually it's like, oh, no, <laughs> I think it's snow. I think we can't go home today. I Tell love the, the people of Galwick. We'll have to wait another day. I like it when it went down. It's like, I hear there's black ice on the road. Black and then someone, bad. and then another, really and then Chris comes down. He's like, did you hear there's black ice? And then the oh, queen no, comes down. There's black ice. We shouldn't go out. It's We can't risk the last of the royal family. <laughs> um, but the worst one was when the, the tree hit the covered bridge. Oh, there yeah, is that picture the of the covered bridge and it has this like tree in front of it it's like the worst like little photoshopped picture of this just like little tree in front of the bridge but it's like where did it come from we because there's no it. trees we paused it here because it was like this is over water mm -hmm. there is no land for the tree to have existed the way that it fell in the picture so I was like, was this a water tree? Was well, it growing no, from I inside mean, of the bridge? Well, the the way the bridge comes off of the main road, it's like there's a bank that goes down and there's like a holding wall that's kind of like holding the bridge up or like the concrete. But it's like there there would be no way for a tree to have been tall enough to fall onto the where it's, it's like covering like the entrance to the bridge. Right. But, but there's saying, no like, trees anywhere around it and there would be nowhere for a tree to be. It would have to had be. to have like jumped up. Yeah. And fell like oh no or I fell blown, <laughs> and it's like if it could be blown like, like but it'd have to be like a tornado <laughs> like lifting it up yeah and it just fell like right in the right place so um <laughs> it's like a little funny I was like oh did they just make up the fallen tree and what was so funny is like they didn't it wasn't necessary to show us a picture of it I would have trusted James if he had just said so a tree fell in front of the big bridge. Yeah, I'll believe you. Like, Black I ice, I believe you. So Another I don't know why the photo was even you. necessary. <laughs> what else? As we kind of come, the end of it gets really sweet. I mean, we we did like this movie a lot. So yeah. you were pointing out little things, but most of it was a complete delight. Um, they changed the pajama ball, which I thought was kind of a funny thing. Um, they changed it to a regular ball. And as we're preparing for that, things get more serious because we're confessing feelings and we're we're dealing with. You know, the prince is giving his speech and overcoming his challenges. Um, and he's coming back and confessing his love to her. Um, they did show an ornament of the house. And I did write down, Does is Hallmark this available <laughs> on Hallmark.com? I could not find it. I did go look for it. I couldn't find it. Um, I think my like last like big snark was when James gives his Christmas Eve speech. We see him in his full regalia, right? That looked like a Party City Prince outfit. It was so cheap looking. Like the silk sash that was on there was just yeah. so cheap and thin. I was like, because it was clear that they had spent money on the wardrobe and dress attire for this movie. It was The quality was felt. 
But in that moment, I was like, this feels like a costume right. from a cheap Well, he really shot. only wears it for like a 10 second shot versus the, the part where she's wearing her dress is a longer shot. Right. So, and it is a very nice dress for the one that was supposedly her mother's dress. It was it was a really pretty dress. I, I always don't buy it when they're like, oh, this is your mother's dress. And I, it would be of the 80s, you know, or of the 90s. And this is a very modern looking dress. And it had pockets. Which no dress before now would right. have had pockets. So I'm not buying that it was her mother's dress. Or, I mean, I guess I am buying that it's her mother's dress. But um, the Hallmark costume department didn't do a great job of really making that super believable. Right. But, but they made it a beautiful dress that people should own nowadays. And it was a gold dress, which a Instead lot of, of the dresses red, are red, right? right? Or green. They went with gold, which I think was really fitting for the royalty and some of the other things yeah. here. So I thought that was really nice. Um, then the only other thing that I wrote down, and I don't know what else you have, the queen is trying to set Ed, who's the father that owns the inn, Ed clearly, you know, his wife has died several years ago or many years ago, and he's got this woman, Diane, who works in the kitchen. And so at first I thought the queen and Ed were going to get together. But as Austin pointed out, that just wouldn't work for the dad and the queen to get together and then their children to get together. So I was like, okay, so the queen's not going to leave with anybody. But the dad, she sees dad's spark for Diane and she's trying to set them up and she gives her dress, leaves her dress for Diane to wear to the ball and everything is good. And I was just like really wanting the queen to secretly be the one that was having the feelings for Diane and for them to run off together. Ooh, that's always because we, we want there to be a fun little like. There, the chemistry was there. They could have. They could was more Because the queen was taking special notice of Diane. Maybe, maybe when we go that's to Galwick, we'll find someone like a cook in the, the castle there that she's in love with. That the queen's in love mm-hmm. with? Yeah, Maybe. she needs a little bit of love. But it's also not been that long since she's lost her husband. So I think she also yeah. needs Too some soon. Time. Too soon. But Diane's there for you. She's ready. She's with Ed. Let's find someone <sighs> new. Maybe there is an actual, like, butler or maid back in the Galwickian castle. A gardener, like <gasps> in the Haunting of Blind Manor. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> So we're here for the uh, secret lesbian subtext, but it's hard to find because it's not actually really there. I know. (laughs) But we want it to be. Well, I think that's all the snark. So how about we move over to the title review? The title review. So Austin, before we started this, you know, we just kind of go through some things and he's like, I don't know that I'm going to really have a new title for this. So I'm interested to see if you come up with something. But my new title for this is a royal christmas um because we're not just gonna oh a royal holiday (laughs) maybe it needs to be a royal christmas because it is christmas and we keep calling it that yeah instead of holiday but it needs to be a royal holiday because there's clearly going to be more than one we're not just having one we are we are setting up to have many 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 sequels um or at least royal holidays for dear anna this is not her last royal holiday Exactly. I I will have to say I agree that the only thing that needs to change is to indicate that there will be many more of these stories in the future. The first royal holiday of many. <laughs> that gives away the end, though, doesn't it? But I guess watching it on Hallmark gives away the end that they're going to be together. Well, it's called one royal holiday. Oh, of many. Yeah, that gives away the, <laughs> the of many. A royal holiday doesn't do that. No. The next one will be 
one royal holiday Gawick edition. What's the sequel going to be called? The sequel's going to be... Wedding bells are ringing. A royal engagement. A, yeah, it's going to be one royal engagement. It's like, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. And then one royal wedding. Yeah. And then one royal baby. Because yeah. no one's ever done them in that sequence before. Right. <laughs> I think I'm hitting things with my hands. <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, I think the title, along with the humor and the acting of this doesn't need to be touched other than to indicate that they are going to commit now to doing more of them. Okay. Fair. The problem is I hope Broadway's not dark anymore. So will we be able to get the same cast? Yeah, these people need to go back to work. So we're going to get some people that vaguely look like Anna and James. <laughs> like if I squint, it kind of looks like him. So was there any Christmas magic? There wasn't really. Any. I think here's the Christmas magic. There was two pieces for me. The one, <laughs> one was the fact that she Anna did not know that she was the nurse who took care of the father, and the father had left a speech that no one had found before, and he said, "I want to thank Nurse AJ because that was what was on her name tag because there was a second Anna at the hospital at that time, and he was telling her a different name because." He, he was royal. He was royal. And so, but it wasn't even the name that they thought he had given. And so it wasn't until the end. So I think that's a little bit of magic that they were somewhat destined to be mm -hmm. together. And the father told oh, her, yeah. if you met my son, he would treat you like a princess. So that is like that tied destiny. That's the Christmas magic. Well, and the father, of course, would have said that kind of knowing that his son is a prince. So he knew but she didn't know but maybe it was the father saying you you should be the princess of galway he set those plans in motion um the other piece of christmas magic is the fact that whatever time zones we were in allowed enough time for james to get back deliver his speech return get dressed and bring the queen along because she's just with him all the time right. which might cause some problems down the line and be able to attend the the pajama ball yeah, because, like, I mean, I know Europe's, what, six hours behind, seven hours behind? Right. And that's about how long it takes to fly from one to the other. And I guess if you're royalty, you can get the flight, like, like a private take jet. me now. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and was his speech, did they say if it was in the morning? Was it in the afternoon? I thought and, they I said know, it was, was a Christmas it, Eve It was also speech. a 30-second speech, so yeah, he had enough. Yeah, all of that for a 30-second <laughs> speech, which he could have given from America. <laughs> Like it just made it look like he was just in the done castle. A, like we've all done it on Zoom. Just put a like a ba a fake background up right. that looked like the castle, and you're it's done. All good. This is 2020 is the year of Zoom. He should have been able to figure that out, but you know, I guess it, they don't want to lie to their people. So, so that that's my like little bit of Christmas magic here. Um, will this love last? Yes, a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, I think it will. At least as much as any love. I mean, they are very different personalities. Um, but they both share some common trauma, and I think that they bring out the best in each other. Yes. But again, I guess my caveat is always, do I think they'll have a long-term relationship? Yes. Do I think that they will get married? Yes. <laughs> so I think they're going to get married. I because I think, will they stay married? I don't know. I think they're going to open a cardiac center in Galwick. And she's going to have the to go. There, yeah. Or she's going to volunteer, do charity. Exactly. Be her cause. And then our final rating system, which is what day of the year would you watch this movie? Black Friday. Ooh, okay. Yeah, like a good little afternoon movie on Black Friday. I think it's a good 
because um, it's a comedy. It's lighthearted. So that would make a good movie with the family since we've already seen it. Um, it kind of fits in with that lineup of things that you would kind of watch to kick off your holiday season. Oh, I love it. Um, I would watch this literally any day of the year that I see that it's on. Um, I think that this was so appropriate as like the weekend that people actually kind of start watching Hallmark Christmas movies. I think this was an amazing kickoff. My fear is we've peaked. So this would also be a wonderful like Thanksgiving, like adjacent time frame. Um, But this is just it's funny and enjoyable and whimsical like there's so much whimsy music in this oh yeah there's a lot of that like plucky kind of <laughs> we're doing something funny here um and you know we do still have the timeless christmas movie which i think may have some comedy to it i don't know i hope but we'll see. so and so the only other thing i want to say the thing that i did not mention before is a friend of mine went to college oh, yeah. with the, the main actor here. And this is before I knew he was like a Tony-nominated Broadway star. I didn't know anything about him. Um, and that does not mean that we're like hanging out with Aaron, what's-his-face, the, the Tibet on the weekends or anything. And I don't even think she is. But it was just an interesting thing to learn that like we knew somebody that knew him. So yeah, I was like, oh. That's like two degrees of separation from Aaron to that. So That's two degrees that's of separation cl- from the Prince of Galway. my claim to fame. And then also that the screenwriter retweeted us. So yes, thank you. We're basically royalty ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and our heads are getting larger by the moment. And with that, <laughs> dear listeners. <laughs> I've been Tara. And I've been Austin. Merry Christmas. And happy holidays. <laughs>